This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. Hey, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. everybody. How we doing? It's the Iron Man. I hey, want to say as many things as I can that are irritating. So, Frank, it, it just makes you laugh. Whenever I come hey. in, it makes you laugh. Hey, everybody. Hey everybody, good to see everybody today. Good to see all of you in the studio today. We have a, a jam-packed house, as always. My on-air fiancé, Frank Schofield. Mr. Parksy, Michael Parks on the big board. Finally a dry day to do radio. You're full of it. It was just raining just out. Raining. Well, raining. well, this is Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. It's yeah. Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, yes, when, when, our, show, yes. when our show runs on WHB Fighter. Because right now... Frank and I were ready to jump through that glass because it was just pouring down rain again. Have you seen the forecast till the middle of August? It's, it's pure rain. Yeah, I saw your Twitter post. You become very adept at Twitter, by the way, the way you share stuff. You like it? You're getting better. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I like your uh, your uh, dinner rolls post. <laughs> she responded. Yeah, the really- owner, the owner, the Miss Julie Martin what was, uh, from yeah, Martin's Mar- Rolls, Martin's she Roll. responded. She said, thank you, and she was... She was flabbergasted that but, I put but, such praise on but her. But you were right. They are the best. Hands down. They are the best. Like, if you had to reach for a dinner roll, you <sighs> would hope that it's Martin's that you're reaching for. And if you look at a burger, you want a potato roll? I, I think potato rolls are the best for I sandwiches, agree. anything. I agree. The Martin potato roll. And it was in Bon Appetit magazine last summer when they talked about the perfect burger. Bon Appetit magazine said that the Martin potato roll is the only way you can do a burger that's great. Speaking of potato rolls, sure. we had Jill Gingrich in the uh, studio oh, with that's us not today. Nice. That's not nice. <laughs> I think that she I thought it was a smooth transition. She don't was Miss Potato Roll uh, 19, uh, <laughs> 2002. She's really Miss Roll. <laughs> no. Congratulations. She Little known fact. Jill what? somehow made it back. What does the walk London? down the runway look like for Miss Potato Roll? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. Jill has rejoined us from across the you pond. Started. Last week, she uh, was nice enough to call in from her trip with her husband, Buck Cherry, Boy, you to saved. London and oh. Paris. Boy, did Buck Cherry save you. If uh, those of you who follow the show, uh, especially uh, friends of mine like Tom Killian, who love our show, uh, recall... Um, Last week, uh, Jill called in from London with her husband, and we offered her one week's vacation, $250 in cash, $250 in gift cards. If she got up in the middle of the bar and started chanting, Trump, I Trump, love Trump, 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 I love Trump. Trump, and you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And then Buck Cherry grabbed the phone from you. He was was hot. It, were you panicking? Was he no. saving you there? No, he wasn't saving me. He, he was hot, though. He wanted like his that. moment in the sun. No, it wasn't. Yeah. He, was, he was upset. No, he, he thought we were he tossing you around. He could have done it himself, but he didn't do it either. Dave, well, he was us. listening. He didn't know. He was hot, yeah. Dave. Yeah. He was definitely hot. You think he was protecting his wife? Oh, yeah. It was like, no this, way. this is going to stop right now. He knows better. To your credit, you did listen to us and actually drink a, a That's beer. Right. That's right. That uh, that had, uh, you know, what were you trying to do there? What was your diet there? Anti. Uh, well, wh- we weren't uh, doing a lot of gluten, but that yeah, all. You're, you're trying to do gluten free in Europe, but that funny. went away. As soon as we went to Paris, it was bread every day, all day. Yeah. Came on. What was your fa- What did you like better, London or Paris? London. Why? Paris is a little dirty. So, yeah. so the so the cleanliness of a city is a deciding factor for you. It is. It is. You've been to Rome. Rome. R- Rome London, is filthy. Rome or London. Rome. Would you this just, is just cl- it's filthy. This is just cleanliness. I know, but I Rome is so great. Okay. So anyway, so 
You like Rome better than London, but what did you like? This is your first time ever in London, right? Yes. You're a rookie. So what's your takeaway? London is amazing. I mean, it's such a melting pot of cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was tons to see, tons to do. I'm a huge fan of the royal family, so it was fun to see where they live. Are you really? I am. I am. It's kind of cheesy. It is, but I don't care. I like it. Watches Downton Abbey. So is Parksy. Parksy's a big royal. I knew that's why I liked him. When you say melting pot, is it international like Toronto? Yes. Like Toronto is a very international mm-hmm. city. Yeah. I mean, there's somebody from every walk of life in London. Yeah. That's what makes it cool. What? Uh, I found the food to be average in London. Like, there's nothing you know, special about like it. You better eat fish and chips. And we did. And mashed peas. Just yeah. Because we were there. But the pies are good. Those pies. Those dinner you know, that's, pies. Are yes. Damn we had good. pies after Ugh. we talked to you all on the radio show. That's what we ate for dinner that night. Yeah. And what kind of pie did you have? I had a, I, mine was steak. And was it good? It was delicious. Is that like a beef Wellington pie? Kind of. Kind of. It yeah. was delicious. What did Buck Cherry have? By the way, we call her husband Buck Cherry because he's a police officer and we want to protect his identity. What did he have? He had a pie. Is it like a Mrs. Smith's uh, pot pie that we get down here in the uh, frozen thing? What about, Martin, what about Martin's better. potato rolls? Can we get that over, overseas? No, there? we definitely didn't see any Martin's. Oh. Like no, that? no, Martin's. None of that? What if, we, what if we imported the potato can, rolls? That could be our million dollar idea. That could be oh, yeah. it. And we get a Make distribution a pie out of those? I'm trying to conduct an interview here. <laughs> Parks, we got to call Julie we're, Martin. We're, we're making pies out of Martin's. This is going off the rails already. All right, go back. Sorry, Dave. Did you what... eat Italian in London? No. No. Oh, I should have told you to eat Italian we in London, ate... only because, guess what? That's actual real Italian, because they're right next door. Right, you know, ate... unlike us in America, with Americanized Italian, mm-hmm. there's actually old world Italian in London. It's no, the best ate, meal we had. We ate Indian in Yeah, and how London. was that? It was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Former loyal subjects of the crown, mm-hmm. if you really understood royals. If I, re- right. Yeah. In, India Day, August 4th attack. What's, What's your, your favorite your... Indian day food? <laughs> the naan, the The bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Is it Martin's uh, Indian minerals? <laughs> Gluten free. That's right. What was the favorite thing that you did in London? Favorite thing you guys did? We went to Kensington Palace, and, and that we, was and your we favorite. saw the Diana Memorial and exhibit. That was really cool. Why was that cool? I've never been there. They had they had. I've all been of, to the palace, but I didn't go inside. Um, they had all of her clothing and kind of, you know, showed where she wore it, who designed it, and the different. Um, things she was passionate about. This is a really neat introspective look at her life from kind of the British perspective. What was the one thing that surprised you the most about London that people who have never been there before would find really interesting? Long pause. They drive like maniacs. Well, really? yeah, that's they do. Especially the paparazzi. When they're trying to chase a they story down me. from right. Diana, yeah. Right. Yeah, they they're maniacs. No, the, the driving was crazy. Yeah, other side of the road and all that stuff, but yeah. still, they they're just kind of crazy when they, they drive. just they just drive. Yeah, it's kind of like in Italy, they just drive. Now you're a jogger, as we've as we've detailed. You're a marathon mm-hmm. runner. Did you do a lot of running in London? I did, but I ran through the parks where it was safe. Yeah, I was about to ask you. <laughs> did you feel comfortable running? Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. mean, that was mm-hmm. it. Just like you could have been running in the states. Yes. Did Buck Cherry yes. run with you? No. Buck so you're out there running all by yourself yes. in a foreign country. Yes, he was sleeping when I would go. Yeah, really. He just leaves me out there to. So whatever's going to happen. So what time in the morning are you out there and running? How about about 6.37. Yeah, so it's kind of quiet. It was, it was nice and quiet. Lots of runners in the parks, though. Yeah? Yeah. It was do you, cool. Do they run as cool as Americans? 
that? Because <laughs> we're really cool. Because um, we're really cool. What does cool. that mean, though? Running we're really cool, I mean, and the Brits aren't. That's they, all. They, so all I mean. they all looked as cool I mean. as me when I was running. What kind of question? What kind of question? Well, maybe is that? he thinks I about fashion. That, I just think we're cool. Stupid. I just what think about we're cool. fashion? Do you think they run, we run differently than them? Yeah, we're cooler. as humans. No, you know we're what though? As a country. Here's what's interesting: is none of the runners over there said hello to each other. Here, you say hi oh, when you pass on the runner. No kidding. Yeah. Did you run on the left side? <laughs> no, I ran down the middle for safety. <laughs> you were, were you ever in a situation in London, because they've had some terrorist attacks, were you ever scared? Were you ever in a situation no. where you were frightened? No. You can't be afraid when you travel. No. What's the, we got about three minutes left. What is the coolest tourist destination that everybody goes to see that you thought was just, you know, even though it's touristy, you got to see it? The London Eye. Really? Yeah, it's just kind of I like, didn't go to that. It's just a big Ferris wheel. Weren't you afraid to go in it, though? I didn't go in it. We just so you went just to look it. at it? Oh, we looked at it. <laughs> so you could have gone up to London Eye, looked down on London. You didn't go in it, but it was the coolest thing. What the? Well, it's cool to see. <laughs> I don't I don't like heights, so I wasn't going in it. <laughs> Chris Andre, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so what the... What... But, okay, so, but what did you go to that you found most interesting as far as a tourist destination? Westminster Abbey. Yeah, it was the Abbey. Where they all get married. Yes. Did you see the graves in there? Yes. And that's cool to see everybody who's buried in there. I mean, that's a cool thing. Did you see Downton Abbey? <laughs> no, because it's not in London. Oh. <laughs> hey, by the way. My wife watched that show. I can't stand it. Right, I love Downton Abbey. You probably like Harry Potter then, too. I love Harry Potter. Ugh. Absolutely. We didn't do any Harry Potter stuff I get stuff so either. tired of the hell Harry Potter thing. Hey, by the way, really quick, thanks, Joe. Really appreciate having you here today. Sure. You're always fun to have on. You provide the uh, uh, female perspective that is sorely needed in our show because Frank is such a male chauvinist pig. So it is very refreshing to have you have you on. Hey, we liked the open, didn't we? The open was great, Frank. Great theater. Uh, it was. I thought Tiger had it. Like, I, I, when I mean, he hit that shot out of that pot bunker, Onto the green. I think it was like whole number There nine. was a moment, and I'll tell you, and I think it was, I guess it was on Sunday, when all of a sudden I had to go do something. Like I had to go get my boat out of the water because the, actually the river was rising. How about so that? I had to get I had to get my boat out, right? And I come back, and I listen on the radio, and it says, Tiger's. I was like, what? What do you mean Tiger's in the lead? It was unbelievable. I was like, and I missed I missed him, Spieth falling apart and Tiger jumping. And I, it was a moment. It was a sports moment. Now, I didn't see the finish wasn't what we wanted, but that moment when you heard, Tigers in the lead on Sunday and where he was to start. It was like, you got a little jolt. Frank, do you know who won? Uh, Yeah, what's his face won? Francesco Molinari. Yeah, an Italian. Do you know who had him? In uh, of a, course you did, Dave. On his fantasy of team? Of course you did, Dave. Do you know hey, who won the when week? When sports betting starts in Pennsylvania, I'm sure you're going to retire and be a billionaire you know because you're the week? greatest sports procrastinator and better Pro- ever. You mean a prognosticator? Yeah, whatever that word is. Yeah, pro- procrastinator would it's not close. be the appropriate I'm, not, I'm only like three consonants off. Yeah, so my fantasy <laughs> team, which I displayed on here last week, I won. So now I'm first overall with the PGA Championship to go. Oh. And if I end up in first... First, I cash in on a cool thirty five hundred bucks. God oh. help Hollywood Casino. That's how close. Up. That's how close I am. Maybe he'll take us all to dinner then. I oh, picked. I he's picked, the greatest. I picked Molinari and I picked Justin Rose who finished <laughs> second. Wow. And I picked Thor Bjorn Olsson who finished tied for twelfth. Yeah, Frank. Why boom. are you not living in Vegas? Like boom, being big time, like a sports okay. handicapper. Listen, man, I know you're jealous. I get it. I get. It. I get <laughs> that jealous. you're upset. I get that you're upset. All you're you got, see how all you have in your life is potato rolls. That's all you got. <laughs> Martin's potato rolls. Martin's potato rolls. Hey guys, we got one uh, one segment in the book. I'm we friends with couple- Julie Martin. 
the owner of Mars she Potatoes. She tweeted you one time. That means we're friends. She tweeted you one time. She's a beauty. We're going to be right back with Tour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. This goes to you, Julia. You're a beauty. <laughs> Latour Live lives on our podcast page at whp580.com. Welcome back to Latour Live. I'm going to start at a new bit here in a minute, but before that, I just want to remind everybody you can listen to our show anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Download that app, Parksy. That's right. Also, you can uh, listen to our show on the whp580.com podcast page or. If you're so willing, subscribe to our show on iTunes. Of course, our show airs every Saturday at 2 o'clock on the Mothership, WHP 580. Frank, I think I got a nice little bit, a nice simple bit. I think you're going to like it. Bet. Radio bet. You are, sort of a you're bit. becoming a seasoned professional, Dave. I am. There's no, no way. You promote our app more than most of our talent does in this building. You <laughs> do a better job. That's Parks, wrong. No, wrong? no, no. I agree with you. I'm saying that's wrong that they don't. Oh, yeah. Well. I agree with you. I don't know what to say about that. So listen, I'm there the are not talent in there are not three people in the world whose opinions on current news events I respect more than the three people in the studio with me right now. <laughs> wow, I don't think that's. True. I mean, there is a ton of respect <laughs> no, that I have not. for all three of you. In fact, you discount us on keep, a regular basis. I will basis. actually. This is a this. We're we're gonna call this bit newsflash, and I actually will not have an opinion. This is the three of it's a you. Set, it's a setup. No, I'll keep my mouth shut. I'm going to give you the news. I need you to react to it. Okay? I promise you I'm staying out of it. All right? That's safe, Dave. Way to be. I'm staying. That's aggressive radio. Way to get there. By the way, coming up in our next segment, our guest is going to be Bill Thomas, president of Mid-Atlantic Strategic Solutions. Bill's probably been our... Uh, we probably had him on the most. He's going to give us an update on where we are with, uh, ironically enough, Frank, PA sports betting. Where are we with sports I th- betting? I think oh. they're going to put it in the simulcast room out at Hollywood Casino that they're making plans right now. Of course they are. But in that room, in mm. that area. Makes total sense. We got $3,500 right. of Dave's money, too. That's right. All right. No, I haven't won anything yet. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> All right. News flash. Ready? Hit it. First headline for you to react to. At 85, Yoko Ono plans new album for peace. Her representative said, it is not too late to change the world. We need Yoko now more than ever. Frank, do we need Yoko now more than ever? (laughs) No, we do not, Dave. Irrelevant. She's too old. Not it doesn't make any sense, and this is just. Do you not admire silly. her as a musician? No, she's awful. Parksy, she's god awful. I saw a billboard with her out in the western part of the state where she's promoting uh, wind and energy, and no, 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 Yoko. Well, let me, Jill. Before you answer, let me because I think you know. I think the verdict's a little out on her music. I think there's some good music out there. Let me just play a little snippet of Yoko Ono for you. Good. Let's be clear. So, Jill, do we need Yoko no, now? No, no. My ears are burning. <laughs> but she knows who she is, and she knows her music is irrelevant. Do you so think? So this is just, you know, I was married to John. I'm Miss right. Peace, and I can save the world. It has nothing to do with her content. Yeah. Let's be but fair. You, or but, her talent. But you don't like her voice? Uh, same thing. It wasn't good? No. Okay, ready? Next topic. 
Parasite and cat poop could be reducing our fear of failure study finds. A mind-controlling parasite found in cat poop may give people the courage they need to become entrepreneurs, researchers reported Tuesday. Number one question, guys. Do we feel like we should be using cat poop to become entrepreneurs? Frank. I'll, uh, I'll let her go first. Jill. I went first last no, time. No, no. Is this the McLaughlin report There's now? There's so many levels are wrong with that. No. Jill. <laughs> How do you feel? Cat poop. Jill. <laughs> yes or no? Spotlight's on your face. Yes. No. You might be wondering how... Do people use the cat feces to it? You you can do it by picking up the cat feces okay. when you're cleaning it up. That's fine. That parasite can be transferred to you, and it has shown in tests of mice. Right, mice. They tested mice who then became fearless of cats. So guess what happened? The cats ate the mice. So I mean. Yeah, I think so, it, it, it shows humans might be able to avoid danger, but at what cost? Jill, will you will you try and touch cat feces to no. become more of an entrepreneur? No. Well, we wouldn't touch it. The, the company, a commercial company would break that down. No, we I, don't, Joe, I don't want anywhere close to it. We want to take Dave's $3,500 invested in cat litter. Would you like to touch cat poop and become more of an entrepreneur? Part sure, too? I would. <laughs> See, all right. Do okay. it. Uh, finally, this is the McLaughlin group. Finally got somebody. Do you touch poop? Yes or no? <laughs> they're implanting people poop there in, into you. You heard about that, Yeah, right? sure. So why not cat poop? Sure, I'm all over it. All right, ready? No. Number three. I want this over. Why? Why do you want news flash over? All right, I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't mean that. Let me know how you're feeling. Donald Trump. His Hollywood Walk of Star was destroyed by a guy wielding a pickaxe last night. <gasps> Should that guy go to jail, Frank? Oh, yeah, Frank. <laughs> uh, it is defacing probably... Pu- oh, is that, is public that pri- property? Is that private property? No, it's public property. No, but you're paid for that to put... You have to pay. Very that's true. A, that's a, a lot person, of people a person don't know has that. to pay to be on a star. So I'll oh. say it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. All right. Because you do have to pay for that if that's how they feel. That's public speech. Oh, I just put it all back together. Okay. All right. Jill? Jill? Yeah. Jill, what do you think about that? It's Okay. I'm, yeah, I gotta say, I don't have an issue with it. Parksy. Oh, book him, Dano. You think jail? Yeah. Get get Buck Cherry on the phone. We're taking him to jail. I'm scared of Handcuffs. Buck Cherry. Handcuffs. Chains. Buck Cherry knows his stuff, man. Oh, man. He, he could, did a background check on us. He man, could, we, he could, oh, kill, he could kill all you people. And then what if Joe knew hands. all the stuff that he did background checks on us with? Then, yeah. then we're in trouble. All right, we got two more to go. This is over yet? I know, right? News flash. He's, he's on a roll. Let him go. Daily news massacre even worse than first reported. As we all, as some of us know, half of the daily, New York Daily News staff was fired yesterday yes. after being taken over. Now it looks like the total employee layoff total is more like 96, probably going over 100 before wow. all was said and done. Frank, I know you love to read the tabloids. Your take on the Daily News. It's, it's just, a liberal. It's a liberal rag. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Um, it's just going to go the way of all newspapers, all print. They just, they're just melting down. We, we've seen it on a local level. I know you don't want to say the name of it, but we've seen it on a local level here, and it's just try going across the country. Are you saying? Less, less reporters, less media, less... It's just everything is sh- shifting. Media is changing. Advertising, changing. How we consume media, changing. Everything is changing at a very rapid rate, and those that are in front of the thing will win. Are you sad? Am I sad? No, I never read the Daily News. 
I never liked Mike Lipica. Screw him. Yeah. What about you? What the do you New think, Parksy? The New York Times, the Daily News. Is it bad? Is I heard bad Rush. News? I heard Rush mention that on a, on a WHP 580 because uh, the New York Times was not focusing on the stories that they made famous, uh, focusing on New York but, City. And you know what? Instead, new- they did. They did Trump stories. And you know what newspaper is thriving? I'll tell you right now, the Hummelstown Sun. Yeah. That newspaper is blowing up because they're doing it right. They're local. They, they have to get local. more local. More local. More local, Dave. Right. People more want local. local news. New York Times. Do New York Hummelstown. stories. Hummelstown. Water. Hi. Well, do it local. Do it live. Oh, don't do that. Parks gets upset. He gets <laughs> do it local. Do it live. Do it local. A famous Bill O'Reilly just do rant. It. Say it, Frank. Say, do it local. Well, do it live. Just do it. No, he won't Screw say it. it. All right. Okay, Frank. Calm down. Jeez. I, I think this bit's bring, bringing out the he best. Frank, Joe, what do you think about this Daily News thing? Are you? I mean, as a PR person, you got lots of friends who are Joe, reporters. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think yeah, listen, you don't want anyone to lose their job, but it is. Like Frank said, it's happening all across papers and magazines. It's kind of the trend. That's the trend. Headlines are shell. I'll say it. You said it, not me. Parksy, are you upset? Liberal rag, conservative rag, does it matter to you? No. Never read it. Never I didn't read, read it. it either, but... No. What's well, the Daily News? Yeah, I, mean, I agree with these it, guys, It was too. a lesser post. Gotta go back to doing what they're famous for, man. Yeah, I hear you. Stay the course. Come on, keep this segment going. Next topic. Let's All go. Right. I'm talking, man. <laughs> Last one. Hit it, Parksy. Talking, man. Newsflash. Oh. Ivanka Trump to close her clothing company and shoe lines. Oh, Jill, we'll go to you first. <laughs> Who's wearing some right now? No, no. What, um, you, no? No. You, that, boy, you don't like Ivanka at all by that reaction. You no, know, it was time. It was time for her to close it down. Why? It ran its course. Yeah. What course? Well, what course whatever. did Ivanka's clothing line run its course Somebody's on? Somebody's it's wearing it. It's not people me. People say it ran its course. It's ran, it, it doesn't have to mean anything. Settle you down, Frank. You can't ran. name one person that bought an Ivanka no, nobody that outfit. I nobody know that I know. No, but it was carried in department stores, high high end department stores yeah, all Frank. across the country once yeah, upon a time. Frank, Parksy, Ivanka Trump's clothing line. Yes, time to close it down. Too much trouble. You think it's conflict of interest? Was it a conflict of interest for yes. her to have that while she worked in the White House? You think? When Kellyanne Conway's promoting it on yeah. Fox News? Yeah. Well, that was moronic. Mm. That was moronic. Mm. Frank, are you upset that she's clothing her, closing I think she, her clothing line down? I think she's really hot. Yeah, Frank, I think it was a... <laughs> yeah. I want to get that out there and just say that yeah. up front. Yeah. But with that being said, I think she's a moron. So I don't really don't care. I'm glad. Whatever. You think she's a moron? Oh, yeah. Abs- really? To marry Jared Kushner? Have you seen that, that limp-lipped guy? Are you kidding me? That's what your wife says about you. No, I, she I doesn't. Believe that. She does not. Are you serious? You think Vanessa says that about me? I think she probably says that about you. I think yeah. this is actually... She, she, go, I think, I think, go, she married down. Vanessa says this about you. <laughs> and that closes up our new segment, News Flash. Thanks for playing along, guys. I really, really appreciate it. We'll be right back. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. 
Welcome back to Latour Live. I hope you all enjoyed that exciting new segment called News Flash. I think you loved it. I think you loved it, Frank. Did you? So you much better than Hotbox. You won't admit it, but you loved it. Do you like it better than Hotbox, oh, Parksy? I do. I do. Now, you know, yeah. look, I'm going to, no, I've got respect for Hotbox. I've got respect for Hotbox. So, so do you see how they ask me a question? <laughs> and then they don't even let me answer. They don't answer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like Howard Stern. You ask a question, and there's, no way, and there's no way you're going to get an answer. you got to think fast true. here. That's not true. So, no, it's not about I mean, thinking fast. Did you, I could have no, been any faster. Seriously, Frank. No way. Frank, did you like... I could have been an answer in there. Frank, did you like Hotbox? I mean, did you like Newsflash? I, it, it, hey, so uh, we're going to bring in now uh, Bill Thomas. <laughs> it Bill felt like is the Bill, Bill is president of Mid-Atlantic Strategic Solutions. It's time <laughs> to talk PA sports betting. Bill, how are we? Good. How are you guys? Good, Bill. Hey, listen, uh, so football season starts, I believe, September 7th. Will we be able to walk in locally here in central Pennsylvania? Will we be able to walk into Penn National at Hollywood mm-hmm. Casino to make a wager on the NFL's first week of games? Odds are not good. Why not? <laughs> um, no one's applied yet for a license. Um the Game and Control Board oh. has application process up. Um, it's been up for about a month, and none of the casinos have applied yet. So just from a timing perspective, um, you know, we're a month or so, a little over a month out. And, no, Bill, uh, stop, stop. Tell me stop. why they haven't applied. Tell me why. What's the holdup? So the, uh, the, the biggest issue um, is, the, is the high tax rate on sports betting in Pennsylvania right now. And I think a lot of the casinos are unsure about what that means for them from a business perspective. Um, You know, there's still some uncertainty in some of the regulations as to what types of bets they're going to be able to offer, um, what it looks like online or mobile uh, for mobile sports betting. Um, But the, the tax rate is the biggest inhibitor right now to the casinos applying. Well, let me ask you this. So, so for our listeners, compare, if you will, like New Jersey already has sports betting up and running. Delaware already has sports betting up and running. West Virginia is about to go live, I believe, pretty soon. Absolutely. What is the difference in the tax rates? What's uh, Vegas's tax rate is what? It's minuscule, correct? Yeah. I think Vegas is somewhere around 7%. Um, New Jersey their tax rate is 8.5% uh, inside the casino, so at the brick and mortar, and they have a 10% tax on for online and mobile wagers. West Virginia is 10% across the board, and then we sit at 36%. <laughs> but, uh, and, so. and Dave, I mean, how do we, what, what are we thinking, Bill? I mean, what are we thinking 36%? I, I think a lot of it is just uh, not a lot of understanding or education as to what goes into, you know, putting on or putting up a sports book. Um, you know, one of the statistics that they show is that sports betting is actually one of the lowest, has the lowest, one of the lowest margins of of uh, profit sure. for the casinos. I think the only right. thing lower is bingo. So, so let <laughs> so, me ask you this. So, sure. Doesn't the casino industry have a lobby? Aren't they up on the hill saying, "Hey guys, we can't make thirty-six. We can't even make twenty-six work." What are you guys thinking? We we may not do this. So they absolutely do, and you know, I don't know. Uh, right before I moved over to the private sector, I worked um, on that gaming bill, on the gaming expansion bill, um, and I think during the negotiations, a lot of the folks inside the state house don't believe 
the casinos when the casinos <laughs> say that's too high of a tax rate. I mean, we have a 54% tax rate on slot machines in Pennsylvania at the brick and mortar. And a lot of those casinos... The highest, in the, said, co- the highest in the country. Highest in the country. And they said back then that they couldn't make that work, and they have. Um, and Pennsylvania's been really successful from a casino perspective. Um, I think we're number one in the country in tax revenue, or we're number two in the country in, in gaming market and overall gaming production. But it's different when you're talking about sports wagering, especially when you're looking at how much is available in the illegal market. Um, online and mobile, um, and just your local bookies. I think this is actually one of the one of the interesting parts of this is that the illegal market and your local bookies are going to be able to offer better incentives for you to stay with them <laughs> than the casinos are going to be able to offer. They're going to be able to offer loss rebates. They're going to be able to offer you know matching funds when you deposit with them. A um, rewards card. Rewards card. <laughs> you know, it's definitely so and, the vigs. The vigs going to be a lot less. With exactly your right. illegal think, booklet, with right. your illegal booklet, right? Hey, and a lot of the a lot of the sports books. Um, William Hill is a bi- is a big sports book across the country, and they're more worried about the illegal market than they are about competition from other states. Even though in Philly, let's say you want to put a hundred bucks down on the Eagles to repeat, um, it's going to cost you more if you bet it in Philly than it will be if you bet it in New Jersey, just because the tax rates are going to impact. <laughs> You know, the, the odds, um, they're going to be able to invest in technology and infrastructure, marketing, consumer services, all those things are going to be reinvest because their their tax rates are far lower. So when this was passed or when, you know, things were getting in position, Pennsylvania was in position, like everybody was saying, oh, we're right there. We've already passed everything. We're, our structure's ready. It'll be easy to implement. But obviously, from what you're telling us, it is not. Secondly, as they've added more casinos throughout the land, a lot of these casinos all these brick and mortars, like I'll say Hollywood, other ones, they're scrambling right now because they're trying to open new ones. Their manpower's down. They're all a hot mess because not only are they trying to figure out the lay of the land of the state of Pennsylvania of how they have to grow and compete with all competition, whether it be by growing themselves or otherwise, but then now also they have these regulations that you thought were going to be easy, but they have the uh, the higher percent. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, I think I think what we what was passed last year was the largest expansion of gaming across the country even for Pennsylvania I think up until the you know when in 2004 when we first did casino gaming so even the gaming control board um, you know they wanted to get some of these initial regs out quickly so that they weren't kind of on the hook for why we wouldn't have sports books in the casinos come football season um, but even their regs aren't done I mean they, they have so much that they're doing at, at the at the state level to try to prepare for these mini casinos, for iGaming rollout, for sports betting, for airport uh, betting at airports, you know, VGT the truck stops, all of these things that we did in that legislation. Um, it's putting a strain on everyone. And, um, and they are and scrambling I, exactly. trying to expand. Can yes. so are the casinos pretty much unified and can one of them go rogue and say, we're gonna do it? I, I don't think you'll find the casinos uniform on anything, <laughs> they never a lot are. of them have. They never. They are. never are unified. Um, a couple of issues they are, but but I think you might have one or two that will eventually apply for a license, um, make the tax rate quote work. Um, but I, I don't I don't see that happening before football season mm. starts, or even you know even before the end of September. This all I makes don't see it. Bill, this all makes me. Yeah! Yeah. 
just makes me all want to yell. I mean, I just find it. Oh, my God. I just find it so, so disappointing. Whenever we can mess anything up in Pennsylvania, it seems like we certainly mess things up. Um, and it's, it's interesting. When you have New Jersey who's, gonna, who's up and running, they're doing some, I mean, Meadowlands in nine days had about $3.5 million in a wager's place in nine days. Atlantic City buses uh, are coming many, back. And how many days? Yeah. Nine days. Let me ask you this, uh, uh, sort of related to this. Will we be able to bet on in-state collegiate programs in Pennsylvania? In other words, will we be able to place a bet on Penn State or Pitt? I've heard that that's a question for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think um, the intent of the legislature was to allow for in-state teams to be wagered on um, at the collegiate and pro level. Um, it is up to the Game and Control Board to make that determination, at least right now. Um, you know, we didn't really know what uh, the federal government was going to do on sports betting, so we gave a lot of freedom to the, to the Game and Control Board to make those decisions. But I can tell you, if, if they wanted to um, restrict Penn State or Pitt or Temple to have people bet on, the, on their games, we would have made that, we would have articulated that in the law. So really, we didn't. So really what we're, we we got about two minutes left here. We're talking with Bill Thomas, uh, president of Mid-Atlantic Strategic Solutions, uh, an insider in in Pennsylvania's gaming industry and background in regulation, having worked in the Pennsylvania State House Democratic Caucus for a time. Uh, So really what what, what we have here is the casino companies are trying to come up with a formula that, hey, look, if we're going to invest millions of dollars into creating sports books in our casinos because they'll have to have a physical location and the online infrastructure, we have to find still find a way to entice basically gamblers to play sports bets with us versus their bookies. So, I mean, so they're, they're trying to come up with a price that works. Correct me if I'm wrong. So normally, so if people don't understand right. what VIG is. Normally, if you place a $100 bet in Las Vegas or with a bookie, if you the $100 bet costs you $110, and, and exactly. that $10 is typically where the casino makes its money. Uh, yes, more people lose, but you know when they push, when, it, when a game pushes, the casino collects all, that, collects all those extra dollars. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bill. That is correct. So bottom line here is in Pennsylvania with this high tax situation, a $100 bet may end up costing you something crazy like $130, $140. Am I off base there? No, that I mean that is that's a great assessment, and that's exactly kind of you know what what will happen with the high tax rate is they're going to have to try to find the vig that works, um, and they're going to your bet's going to be much more expensive in Pennsylvania than it would be uh, with your local bookie or your online site that you use now, or even New Jersey, Delaware, and West Virginia. I would imagine they just want to get it as close to what the bookies can do as possible because, quite frankly, their product is legal, and that might mean something more to people. I don't think they can get to $110 for a $100 bet, but if they can somehow get in the ballpark, having a legal bet is better than an illegal illegal bet. Right. Yeah, it's it's out there. It's called channelization, so a lot of the times – um, you know, people want to go to the regulated space because you can have easier flow of money. You can, you know, get your money without it being a check from some place in Malta. Um, you know, it's definitely <laughs> a better a better option. Um, and I think and I think that 
you know, with a high tax rate, it is proven over in, in other jurisdictions, especially in Europe, that the higher the tax rate, the less people you get off of the illegal sites. So it's almost more beneficial to have a lower tax rate and more availability. So either online, mobile, and in your casinos, um, you're going to make more money from the state's perspective than you would if you have a high tax rate and limited availability. So, Bill, in, ten, channeling more people over. in 10 seconds, when are we going to have sports betting in Pennsylvania? Um, you know, I, I think, I think 10 seconds, September, November, I'm going to say November. My bets are on November. Hmm. Okay. All right. And you think they'll be ready. They'll have a room ready. I think, I think one or two casinos will have a room ready to go by November. I just hope it's not one of them in Erie. I say no way. Does that never go to Erie? (laughs) I'll say January. No way they're going to have a room ready. They're going to get it done for football season at some point. (laughs) Hey, Bill Thomas, president, Mid-Atlantic Strategic Solutions. Thanks, as always, for your time and uh, looking forward to an update down the road, my friend. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Bill. Be right back. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. This is for Jill. You know, in some weird way, I can listen to Yoko Ono scream all day because it's just so bad. I, I just, oh, I can replay it. I just love it. I, I love that she's coming out with another album. Frank, now oh, you're yeah. you're you're a concert guy. Would you see Yoko Ono in concert? Or Janet Jackson. I, I was at the Janet Jackson show, oh, and that was Janet Jackson right there that you were playing. Did, did she, she play Black Hat? Okay, you going to let me answer? <laughs> Not today. For the love of God. Um, no, Janet I mean, Jackson. Did she sound just like? That's it. What? Every answer. Can, you, can I get out an answer? All right, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead, put your headphones back on. God. It's a touchy. All right, go ahead. No, I don't even know what the question was now. Now, Janet you, Jackson, now you both got me so pissed concert? off. How was the concert? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Janet Jackson was very good. No, does she still sound good? Is it worth going to? Come on, put on your um, music critic hat, your concert critic I only hat. went to the second half of it and showed up. And it was, yeah, and then Michael showed up. She actually, Michael was there. My, she did Michael a big Jackson. song with Michael playing all over the place. The sound was great. It was deeper than most what, concerts. What do you mean, you like they did a hologram or something with Michael? Yeah, she was on a video. She put a little duet, and then Michael was screaming. I think the song was called Scream, actually. Did they, people, really, cool. people really get into that? Oh, yeah. I, it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, it's Michael. So, it's Michael. Really? She oh, seriously yeah. did that? I did it, yeah. Did people go nuts? Yeah. When you see Michael, yeah, it's. it's did she talk about him? No. It was just part of a song. Did she ever get personal? Did she? Did nope, she talk no to talking. Her, song to song Not to song to song? Saving the whales. Singing the whole time. She, she she had a couple messages, but overall, Save like the domestic, viol- domestic, domestic violence, violence and, stuff like oh, okay. that. Yeah, but it was good. What other kinds? Wasn't great. Only, there's only twelve thousand people there. Somebody lost money. Wow. And I don't know where who was. was it. Where was it? Was it the arena or stadium, the stadium? Out, outdoors. They were giving tickets away last minute. I heard. No kidding. Oh yeah. What is that seat? Twenty thousand. 30 altogether, I think. Yeah, but wasn't she supposed to be here last year and canceled? Uh, like three years ago, and it was canceled. She had a, she had a baby or something. Yeah, like she got yeah. pregnant or something, decided to cancel yeah. the concert. What? Nothing. Just looking at parks. Any other concerts coming up you're going to that you need to tell us about? Nope. Really? Mm-mm. 
Yeah, I'm glad I'm retired. You I just mean, came back from one, Frank. What was the one before? Food Fighters was good. I saw the Food Fighters down there. That was see, great. You know what? I should have done it on Newsflash. I read a story that going to concerts prolongs your life. True. True. It said. Yeah, that's right. Online. It did. Going to concerts. I tweeted that out. Prolongs your life. Right. I put. That did you out tweet there. that out? Yeah, yeah, that's where you got to. Yeah. No, no, that's not where I saw it. But yeah, it was. I appreciate okay. it. I appreciate it. That's where I saw it. I appreciate right. it. Right. Do you think Leonard Skinner's this weekend? I'm gone. Where is it? Stadium. Stadium. Who's left from Leonard Skinner? Like though? one guy, like the bassist. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, like the least important guy in the <laughs> band. What want, what's going to happen? I mean, they're all going to be tribute bands, and the music has to live on yeah. somehow. Whatever Rain happened. Hershey one last time. Whatever happened to Leonard and Skinner? <laughs> well, there was, there was a plane crash. <laughs> yeah. One of the most uh, historic musical uh, accidents. Hey, by the, the way. Day the music died. Yeah. I know something <laughs> about McDonald's that you don't know. And I heard Joe Jackson was okay at the Whitaker Center. Yeah, Joe, I would have seen Joe Jackson. Oh, I like Joe Jackson. If I weren't no. retired from going to concerts, I would have seen Joe Jackson. That's pretty cool. He's probably a little faint. Yeah, I got you. So listen, so we were talking about McDonald's the other week, the steak breakfast sandwich, which and, I still have not had. I've still not. But you're still going to knock it. I haven't it. been to McDonald's. You're going to knock it. Eh, maybe. I know. I'm not going to knock it. I, I want you to know about a sandwich that I don't think a lot of people know about. Uh -oh. It's called, and I want to share with our listeners. It's called the 1035, the Mick 1035. Have you ever heard of the Mick 1035? And it's a McDonald's burger. Is it on the secret menu? There's a secret menu, and it's called the Mick 1035. And what is it? If you get there at 1035, hmm. when they're switching over to the lunchtime menu, I and know I've they still have there. breakfast all day. And I've been there. I know they still have breakfast all day. You can't always get this. You don't get it. But what you do is you order a McDouble. Okay, and you ask for a leftover Egg McMuffin. You pay for that. They put the insides of the Egg McMuffin inside of the McDouble. So one oh, patty, wow. Egg McMuffin, second patty. Yeah, that'll work. Or you can put the burgers inside the McMuffin if you like the English muffin. Right. They call that the Mc1035. It exists. Ugh. But you got to be there at 1035. I would eat that. But you got to be there? But, but you would not have the steak... Egg yeah, because it's a burger. Because it's a burger. I wouldn't eat a steak oh. at McDonald's. I wouldn't eat steak at McDonald's. That is the most moronic statement I've ever no, heard. No, it's in my not. Life. I think it's very logical. M McDonald's, they're chemists. They have their science, the food, flavor, temperature down perfectly. They're McDonald's. They have a billion stores across the country. I'm not going to eat a well, steak. Interesting. When we were in Europe, McDonald's was always packed yeah. in Paris and in London. But good for really? you, Dave. Really? Good for you. What, what do you mean good for you? Da, da, I just, da, da, I just da, da, taught da, you a sandwich that no, you could you, order. Right. But you say that you won't. I mean, what, but, but you, you won't. But you won't try the steak, egg, cheese sandwich. I just McDonald's. told him about the McTen Thirty Five. Right. And and, and he which so, sounds stupid. Oh, that's just oh. anger. Oh. That's just frustration. And here's Parks. I mean, tag along. I mean, right yeah. up Mr. Latour's yeah. rear. Here he comes. Yeah. Frank, I'm so tired. I mean, Jill, I, mean, I want out. I want I mean, out. I want to negotiate an exit <laughs> off of this show. We'll negotiate next week. You have to buy us all oh, ten thirty five. Listen to me. I really want to negotiate an exit off this show. Can you help me with that? We'll work on it next. We're week. We're going to do it next week next while week. Dave's not here. Well, you got Will you it. do it live? We'll do it live. Yes. I want off. It's painful. I don't think it's painful at all. Oh. I, I just told you, but you know what else you can do at McDonald's? What? You can ask them just to flash fry your bacon if you don't like the bacon crispy. Oh, yeah. Say, hey, could you please flash fry my oh, bacon? Yeah. Have you done that? No, but you can do it. How that, do you know about it? Because I read it up about on it. website. Because I read about it. You looked it up. 
Yeah. McDonald, McDonald fun facts about you can items ask I don't them know. to flash fry. I put that on the my bacon. 1035. If you don't like crispy bacon, you can ask them to flash fry the bacon. It'll be a little softer. Every week. Yeah, but I don't want to special order anything McDonald's. It's McDonald's. Yeah. It's not a sit down. I, I can't even get a I can't even get a straw or a napkin. You don't like there. McDonald's? No. Oh, I like McDonald's. I do. See, I, that's I, a drive through. They make muffins only three hundred calories. I could. I mean, you know, you're a healthy person, Joe. How could you not a three hundred calorie yeah, breakfast? Jill. What's what's right. better? What's better, the Wendy's fries or the McDonald's fries? McDonald's without question. Yeah, McDonald's fries smell amazing. I mean, that's they not do my s- question. No, I, but not, I don't think she eats. Not your fries. Fries. Not your fries, Frank. My wife doesn't eat any fast food. Well, that's because she Uber eats everything from that gets delivered. Yeah, she doesn't from... Uber eat. She doesn't Uber eat. I couldn't tell you when I had fast food. Where's last. Andre at? Oh, nice. Very what nice. What the? There very, he is. Very hey, nice. Hey, buddy. Very nice. Hey, what are you watching on TV? Well. Don't say Westworld. No, I'm done with that. I got complaints that we talk about Westworld too. I really don't care what your people think. Shark Week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shark, are you doing Shark Week? It's pretty scary. Uh, I didn't find it that scary. It's just Shaq jumping in, Shaquille O'Neal jumping in a tank. I just watched a show last night where they recreated shark attacks to try and figure out what went wrong that laws led to the shark laws attacks. Laws of Jaws. And they did, they did like night diving. Yes. And this guy would turn his back to tiger sharks yes. because they were testing the hypothesis that when you turn your back on a tiger shark, those chicken, you know what? They attack you. Right. They attack you from behind. And it did. And, and he would turn around, and then the the tiger shark would swim away. But he started you- he started to have problems with an adolescent tiger shark who, you know, didn't, you know, who was still kind of like, hey, I still might want to take a chomp out of you. But I thought I thought it was a really interesting that show, recreating attacks that killed people to see just what the sharks were thinking and how to try and avoid it in the future. Did you see Guy Fieri? I didn't um, see that. Oh, that was a good Was he one. cooking sharks? No, he was he was diving with them, feeding them. It was great. Uh, how many shows do you think they got in the can after all these years for Shark Week? 10,000? A, a ton. A lot. It's an event now. It is an event. It's, it's a more huge, than a TV it's a, it's show. It's a marketing Everybody, yeah. thing. It's Every wonderful. advertiser has their yeah. own ad customized to admit for it. Shark Week. Vineyard Vines has a Shark Week line of clothing right. that you can purchase. The Shaquille O'Neal show is pretty funny. I'll have to give him that. They oh, did a good do. job of Shaq. So, so he goes in the water. He just goes the in the water. And then, get scared. And then the, yeah, and then the shark comes in. I've also been watching, Dave, on HBO, the Robin Williams documentary. How, how long are you in on that? How about, long? I'm about an hour in. I got like 40 minutes left. The, the part where he goes through Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Started on Happy Days, Mork and good? Mindy. Yeah, I liked it. It gets sad at points. Talks about the night Belushi died because he was with Belushi the night Belushi was, died. I never knew that oh, really? until I read a preview. Oh, yeah. Huh. I never knew that either until I read a preview. He was at the Hollywood, uh, uh, the Beverly Hills Hotel when yeah. he died, right? Yeah. I've been to the Beverly Hills. So these are actual Robin Williams audio interviews with him? Uh, no, friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, friends, but but he has so many clips out there. He has, he's like a million clips. I assume it's going to get into his movie stage yeah. coming up here. Yeah. But a lot of the way, this did, have you watched it? No, I would like to watch it though. They ch- there's an interesting point in there where Gary Marshall's son talked about how they changed the way they shoot sitcoms because Robin Williams would be so uh, improvisational, how he would go yeah. nuts that they had to have so they added extra cameras for the improv because it used to imp- coms used to be only a, a two camera show and they had to make it like four. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. You gonna watch Yellowstone tonight? Yeah, I wasn't really thrilled with the last episode of Yellowstone. 
What? I wasn't really thrilled with the last episode. Really? Why? Yeah, I, maybe I was distracted with that. You're going stuff. back and forth. You're going back and forth on No, I'll thing. stick with it because I love the coach that Kevin Costner wears, so I'll stick with it. You He's got the coolest it. jackets. Did the, did the redhead Kevin get Kevin Costner's the coolest guy ever. They didn't really show the redhead this week. Okay. So no, they that's didn't. Why, that's, like, that's why Frank, Frank's well, down on the episode where they don't the show tub. the daughter. She yeah. was in the tub of water. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Joe, what are you watching on TV? I'm not watching anything right now. I mean, come on. Get on Yellowstone. It's great. We got to get and you stop. on a TV show. I know. You know next what? week, next week. She's up at 2 a.m. getting ready to run. Yeah, I know. I'm just got to watch a show. And honestly, Joe, stop talking about Westworld. We're getting tired of it. I know. <laughs> I'll try to stop. I'll try to stop that for next week. Next week. Any weekend plans? Any good weekend plans coming up? I'm going to San Diego. Where are you guys going? What, what am I doing this week? I'm going sailing on the bay. Hey, by the way, aren't you glad? Yeah, should be great. Aren't you glad you didn't buy my boat? It's gonna be awful. Yeah. Aren't you glad you didn't buy my boat? Because my boat's stranded on City Island right, right now from all the flooding in oh, the Susquehanna. Let's go, man. So even if I wanted to ride my, take yeah, a ride my boat, you didn't pull it out. You didn't even know it was out till they called it. Hey, Dave, we no, we I didn't pull it out. out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't waste my you have time people. with that. You have people. I got people to do That's that. Right. You have people. You Is actually, your boat out? You I pull no yours idea. out physically, though, right? I admire that. Yeah, I'm a man. I admire that. <laughs> I, I get stuff done. You're the one, even when the man tests, you're like, I'm more of a man than Frank. I, I would argue this. I would argue that I get stuff done, too, without actually having to physically do this Yeah, stuff. you call someone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see how that's a test of manhood. Yeah, Frank. Does that make you upset? <laughs> Frank, does that make you upset? Jill, we're doing this next week. We are <laughs> doing this. We're, we're we are negotiating exit. Frank's contract. Exit we're stage right. No, my does, exit. That, does that make you more manly than me by taking your boat out? Yeah, Frank. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hey, guys. I want to thank everybody for a wonderful, wonderful show. Frank, you are the man. A wonderful co-host, albeit very frustrated and angry, it seems. Parksy, thanks for all your work on the big board. Always glad to be here. Jill, thank you for your very minimal contributions to the show today. She's taking it all in today. Hope you're a little more talkative <laughs> next week. I'd also like to thank Bill Thomas for joining us and, of course, Yoko Ono. We'll talk to everybody next week. Thank you, Yoko. The tour live. WHB 580, WHB 580.com.